You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. And as I was looking around, I noticed an orange blaze on a tree. And that's how I became acquainted with the Florida Trail. Oh. I saw that blaze and I had no idea what it was, but I knew that I'd seen a blaze, a similar blaze. It was uh, silver on the Appalachian Trail. So I got to checking around and uh, I think I read about the Florida Trail. I seen it on the kiosk there mm. at, at one of the parks and started investigating and uh this was before internet and all that other good stuff we have now uh, i finally found out that there was a florida trail and so in 2000 i said you know i think I'll, i'm gonna try that but uh that was melton grits cockerel and approximately seven times florida trail through hiker and i'm misty ridley little this is the first in a series of interviews I recorded while at Billy Goat Day in January. If you are just listening to this podcast for the first time, I recommend listening to the Billy Goat Day episode, as well as episode 14 with Elaine McDaniel, and episode 27 with Randy and Luann Anderson and Chris Bell with FT Through Hike to get a glimpse of what Billy Goat Day is all about. Billy Goat Day had plenty of hiking trail legends in attendance, but there were several lesser known legends, and I think Grits is one of those. You'll hear in the interview that he tends to be more of a stealthy hiker, and with no social media presence, you might not know about him unless you came across him in person. I snuck in about a 15-minute chat with him the Sunday after Billy Goat Day, before his return to the trail, and I wish I could have picked his brain for more of his interesting trail stories. He's one of those people that you know have some fascinating stories rattling around in his brain. So because I was recording in person with ambient noise around, you'll hear other hikers and just other random car noises in the background, so that's just an FYI. Alright, now on to the episode. about you so i have lots of questions <laughs> okay ask, ask me anything all anything. right so your trail name's grits what's your real name uh my real name is melton cockrell, melton cockrell. and i live in south georgia in the uh Quitman, Quitman, georgia area yeah. oh okay i live right on the florida line so when did you start uh hiking doing all these long trails have you been doing that for decades well actually uh my first hike was in 91 on the appalachian trail mm-hmm and uh, I, when I say my first hike, I got involved in this. I was a carpenter for many years. And I was uh, finishing up a house for a friend of mine that, uh, who was uh, very involved in his church. And every year he would take a group of young men up to the Smoky Mountains or North Georgia and spend two or three days on the Appalachian Trail. And that's how I became acquainted with that trail. Um, he asked me to chaperone, mm. and uh, it's one of those things that just clicked. I love walking in the woods anyhow as a young man in South Georgia, hunting, rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting, and it's just, it's just like it was meant to be. So uh, a few years later, I had some free time, and I hiked that Appalachian Trail in 91. And then uh, as the years progressed, I... Uh, I live close to the Swanee River and the Withlacoochee River, and I love to canoe. Mm -hmm. One day I was uh, around the Swanee River campground, uh, Swanee River State Park, which is about 60 miles from where I live. And I got out to camp and uh, I know there was a, uh, a picnic table there, an old cement picnic table. And as I was looking around, I noticed an orange blaze on a tree. And that's how I became acquainted with the Florida Trail. Oh. 
I saw that blaze and I had no idea what it was, but I knew that I'd seen a blaze, a similar blaze. It was uh, silver on the Appalachian Trail, so I got to checking around and uh, I think I read about the Florida Trail. I seen it on the kiosk there mm. at, at one of the parks and started investigating and uh, this was before internet and all that <laughs> other good stuff we have now. Uh, I finally found out that there was a Florida Trail, and so in 2000, I said, you know, I think I'll, I'm gonna try that, but, uh, I said, <clears throat> and I was interested, and I had heard about the ECT, you know. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm gonna go down there, I'm gonna go on down to Key West, and start there, and hike the Florida Trail, and then, I, and I, and then I'll go on up and hike the Appalachian Trail, and, uh, and then I'll come back and do the other sections later. And uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so in 2000, yeah, I mean, you know, the ECT, you know, nobody, or, you know, Nomad was the only one that had really done the ECT well, at that point. I had met him. Okay. Uh, I had met, I was, a, I was up, I don't remember where I was up there, and I was camped out late one night. And very, very rarely do I build a fire. But that night, I had a fire going. And in walked this wild man with a pair of tights and long hair and two, I think he had a stick and he was just on fire about hiking and talking to the whales at Cape Gas Peninsula. And boy, he, I was ready to get up and go with him. I was ready to go wherever he wanted to go. You know? so, uh, and that was, uh, that was uh, a memorable, uh, he didn't stay. He just talked for a little while and took he off. Was gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So you were doing the ECT. What was it like in those days when you know not many people are on the Florida Trail and oh, there's not really a lot of trail angel network? How was it, that? It, it was uh, for me. I'm not a real social person. I enjoy like us sitting and talking mm -hmm. and then, I'm gone. Right. Uh, did not meet one through hiker in 2000. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of the little clubs. I say little the clubs. Yeah. And most of the time, it would be ten or twelve little ladies mm -hmm. doing their little day trips. You yeah. Know, which is great. And uh, of course, they would look at me suspiciously because <laughs> uh, there weren't any through hikers, many, and they were viewed mostly as homeless or, right. You know whatever. So uh, as the years progress, you see more and more people, and I started meeting some people that I knew in the past on the AT. And in 2000, I, I put that patch on my pack, and I continued to hike the AT. And uh, wherever I went, I would always ask to ask people what they were going to do after they finished the AT. And I said, "Well, when it gets cold, come on down to Florida. They got a great trail down there. You can hide out, hang out." And when you finish down there, you can always go somewhere else. Right. Go out west, east, you know, whatever you want to do. No, 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 it's too flat. And I said, well, it is flat, but the ecosystem down there can change in six inches. So mm -hmm. It's a different world. You ought to try it. Uh, in fact, I just met a guy, a wild turkey at the gathering here, at the Billy Gibbs gathering, that uh, I met in 18, and I didn't remember him, but uh, he said, Melton, I seen the patch, grits, I seen the patch. And here I am. So I said, well, it's working. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, I've always promoted the Florida Trail because it's close to home and uh, 
uh, I mean, we're in Orlando now, and the same woods uh, and palmettos are right around my house. Yeah. Like I say, I live seven miles from the Florida line. So it's the same ecosystem, and uh, I grew up in it. It's home. Somewhere. It is home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. So how many times have you done the Florida Trail? I hear, you know, seven or eight, and I've, then maybe not so strict of, ones, and I've who knows? <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, uh, there's all kind of ways to hike. Mm -hmm. I have done three honest hikes. When I say that, I mean I did all the road walks and everything. Yeah. And, I've, and probably four or five more. Just where I did, I did all the hiking except there's a couple of road walks that when people hike a lot, there's certain sections they just don't particularly like. Yeah. And in Florida, we have, uh, if you do the West Coast section, there's a pretty good road walk over to Kissimmee St. Cloud. Mm -hmm. It's just long, mm -hmm. flat, hot, and nobody, you know, it's just not an enjoyable hike. Nowhere to camp, hardly. I, uh, if, and if I go that way, if a good if a good old boy stops and gives me a ride, I will accept. Yeah. <laughs> Never deny a kind heart. Uh, and there's a couple of more spots. Uh, one in the Panhandle I don't particularly like, but uh, other than that, you know, I try to stay as true as I can. I do all the, yeah. the woodwalk. Love all the woodwalks, yeah. of course. And, and going through town ain't so bad either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you've done the Western Corridor as well, then? Yeah, I've done it uh, probably two or three times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in, in 2000, I didn't do it then, but uh, probably oh three or four I did it, and uh, I loved it. I, I love old roads. It goes through Polk County, which is the citrus capital of the world, and it goes down a section of old narrow road, and they still have two great big pillars over there on a bridge. Mm -hmm. It's bypassed now, and. Uh, and there's some huge, huge cypress on each side of that bridge. It's hard to get in there to it, quite frankly. They've got it chained off, I mean, fenced off, but mm -hmm. I sneak in. <laughs> and actually, there's a dedication there from some institute or university in Massachusetts where they uh, dedicated to uh, either put some money in, in there to preserve those trees. They're oh, huge okay. cypress. Not as big as the one that was in Orlando that got burned. Yeah. But, uh, uh, just, just some massive, old old massive, history in the trees massive then. trees yeah. yeah wow and i'm a tree hugger i, I don't mind telling you i like trees <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so um i guess what brings you to come back to the florida trail all the time just because it's warm in the winter well, and summer it, to hike? It, uh, and uh i just like hiding out down here i uh <laughs> i enjoy uh being around people to a certain extent but uh, uh i do enjoy my i guess <clears throat> You can either take up yoga or meditation or whatever, but uh, this is my meditation, the way I meditate. A lot of people vent, they talk out their frustrations, and I just walk mine out. And so far, I haven't turned into a serial killer, so I, I <laughs> well, think that's it's, good. <laughs> I think it's working. Yeah. <laughs> and so how many times have you done the AT, and what other trails have you ventured out? The only do? other one, I did finish up the long trail, which... Uh, follows the AT through uh, half of Vermont, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so, uh, and I've hiked it north and south and a few more times, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I enjoy it also, but, uh, it's one of those trails where it works on your knees and your back, yeah. and uh, 
I'm trying to finish it up now in sections, and uh, I don't know if it's if that's going to be a holy grail. I think yeah. for me. So how often? What part of the year are you out on the trail? Do you, how often are you home? Well, uh, I um, well, if if you go down here in January, I generally try to come down here. Actually, in the middle of December, I like to be early. But I'm finding out there's more water. Yeah. Water caches. If I wait until after the send off, <laughs> I just found that out this year. But since I don't use a smartphone or anything, but yeah. uh, anyway. So that leaves that gives me three months, five months out of the year. I try to hike. Okay. You know, at least five, and then uh, throw in some canoeing, and uh, and I'm 100% retarded now, so I don't have to work for a living <laughs> much, <clears throat> as long as I get a check. So. Uh, right. So I, if I can spend five months in the woods, that keeps me civilized for seven more. So where are you paddling at? In the south or? Paddling? Yeah. Mostly the Swanee River. Okay. I like I like the slow, easy sandbars. We have a Withlacoochee, the Alapahaw, and uh, those are the three main rivers that I like. Okay. And, uh, so. and you, I guess you're paddling and you camp out while you're paddling? Oh, yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, uh, I basically did a canoe trip on the swamp. In fact, I generally try every time I finish a hike, especially the AT, you know, I get back in uh, September, you know, when it's uh, water's down and the weather's, uh, weather's pretty good and the bugs aren't so bad, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I generally go and do a, uh, a chill down cruise, as I'll call it, <laughs> on the uh, Swanee to uh, get ready to for that civilized immersion. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> back into society. Oh, well, yeah. sounds like you've had a very fun life out on the trails. I, I've, I've had an enjoyable life out here, and uh, I still have an enjoyable yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. I, uh, at this particular gathering, I met uh, some people I had met many years ago. Uh, my hard drive memory doesn't work very well, but uh, after it, they joggle me around a little bit and bring up a few things, I seem to remember uh, <laughs> the good times. Right. The good times, yeah. Some, some really, really nice, nice people. One thing I've uh, found out about life is uh, the more you travel, the more you realize there are a lot more good people than there are bad people in the world. And Lord knows, don't if you stay glued to the TV set, uh, you won't leave your, you won't leave the bedroom hardly, much less the house. So uh, get out and meet people, and enjoy life, and. Uh, I come from a rural area where a lot of people very seldom leave the county. Mm -hmm. If they do, it's to go off to on a hunting trip somewhere. Right. And you just do not meet people unless you get out and talk to them. Uh, I was in construction for many years and was fortunate to travel all over the United States and just met the most wonderful people. Uh, cannot remember one bad incident with anybody. Of course, uh, in life, we all have a day when we just don't feel good and we're not not 100%. Yeah. No matter how nice you treat, you get treated on that day, <laughs> your response may not be positive. Right. And when you take that in consideration, though, 99.99, like a bar of ivory, it's just great life. You know, great people out here. Right. 
Well, thank you for sitting thank down and you. chatting. I don't know if I'll uh, cross paths with you, but maybe we'll see each other well, next year I, or something. Well, as uh, the Terminator <laughs> says, I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll, I'll be back to one of these for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, well, I will try to make my attempts to come back for more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm? All right. That's it for my episode with Chris. Now, isn't he a hoot? You can find the show notes for the episode at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com and on my Facebook at Official Orange Blaze Podcast and Instagram at Orange Blaze Podcast. Oh, it gets kind of annoying sometimes to be repeating all that, but you know, just for me, Orange Blaze Podcast. If you haven't left a five-star rating and review on iTunes, I would definitely appreciate it. And don't forget to tell your hiking friends about the Florida Trail and this podcast. Until next time, happy hiking.